What's my purpose? And what, is, what is the gift that I can bring to this world? So it's really about giving, not about getting. And then what are the values that I need to live uh, in order to bring my purpose to life? So it creates a, a, a beautiful focus and understanding about yourself first. What is the uniqueness about yourself? And then how you use that uniqueness, ideally for the benefit of a, of a greater good. Welcome to The Legacy Project. My name is Jim Koppel president of the Servant Ford Foundation. We're an organization committed to leadership development with a specific focus on service. This podcast and its related activities are about sharing the legacy we have inherited and discussing the legacy we still want to create. Legacy is more than cars, houses, boats, and material possessions that we want to leave to the next generation. Rather, legacy is about core values and beliefs that we inherited from a previous generation. They are the values that shaped us and defined us. Legacy is also about the values we develop or create that can be passed on or shared with the next generation. We will interview people from various backgrounds and walks of life. Some are famous, some, well, maybe not so famous, and others are simply our neighbors, our friends, people who live ordinary lives doing extraordinary things. Become part of this project by being intentional about legacy more than just memories, but principles that have guided our lives and shaped our decisions. What is the legacy you choose to create? That's what we want to discover. Hello, my name is Jim Koppel, and welcome to the Legacy Project podcast. Today we're interviewing Julian Goiter. So it's nice to be invited to take part in your Legacy Project, Jim. You're our second guest, and we're glad to have you here from Munich, Germany, and to participate in this project. We are conducting this interview in Nairobi, Kenya, and in fact, you may hear roosters crowing in the background uh, on this recording. Uh, this is about understanding what our legacy is, how what legacies we've inherited, legacies that we in, intend to transmit to the next generation, to our children, or our grandchildren, however that might work. I guess my first question is. Uh, what are, the, what are the influences in your life as a child or things that you remember from your grandparents, your parents, that you consider to be a legacy, something that you value in your journey? That's a good question, Jim. I guess I learned most about what I inherited from my parents, um, starting from my mother, if I look what I want to pass on to my daughter. Angela is now 16 years old, and uh, if I look at her, see her, Coming up, um, I recognize a lot of things about myself when I was her age and younger. So I do, for example, remember that um, I was back then living on a farmhouse and had a couple of uh, duties at that farmhouse. We didn't have any animals, but it was a big house, so I had to um, work. And uh, my, my mother would get nuts of me not finishing tasks. Uh, so today we'd call it the definition of done. I was supposed to know what I had to do, but I would just uh, finish uh, things halfway through. And it was a hell of a job of my mom to yeah, continuously remind me and um, drag me. And, um, and I right now find the same thing with my daughter. So I ask her to do something. Uh, she does it. Uh, I go and check and I feel it's not even done half. I call her, ask her, is it done? Yes. And I ask, okay, how about this? How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, to 
really finish things, um, I think is something really important to me. Uh, and I would go a step further. Sometimes I pro procrastinate stuff because I know I want to have everything prepared before I get started. So it's piling up. Then I sit down and ask, okay, what do I really need for this? I get all that stuff. And then I start doing it and try to finish it uh, fast and clean. That's um, something I think I got, especially for my mother. You are relatively young compared to some of the people we're interviewing for this project. And um, I'm wondering in the course of your development and your journey, and especially with a 16-year-old daughter, if um, you're thinking about what it is that you want to leave behind. Uh, the Legacy Project is designed to take us beyond material things and what wealth we leave, what houses we might leave, or possessions, but what are the core values that you want to transmit? Have you been? Have you had the opportunity, and again, you're relatively young, you have a 16-year-old daughter, uh, have you really thought much about the legacy that you want, want her to remember? There's one thing that, um, yeah, basically since she was born is important to me. Probably the one thing I would like her to pick up, and uh, that is love for herself. So I was always trying to work on her self-confidence, and I would even go further and say about her loving herself, because I think that is the one most important thing in terms of uh, mastering your life, living your life, not being so dependable on what others do say, yeah, to basically make sure nobody is treating you bad. Um, in this sense, um, yeah, you will respect yourself. You will make sure that others respect yourself as well. Um, and you will live your life. I'm still working on that. Um, I think maybe she choose me as a father because exactly of that. Yeah, I'm happy to try to continue to support her on that. That's, in my opinion, if, if she came out of this um, adolescence um, with a very strong love for herself, and I'm not talking about vanity or something like that, but uh, really being solid, grounded in herself, knowing about herself, um, that would be great. You and your wife uh, have a project called Bridging Positions, and uh, as I've come to know that project and to experience it and watch you and Victoria in that project, the kinds of relationships that you seek to build, uh, the issues that you seek to address, uh, there's something very value-centered in that process. And uh, how would you see what you do as something that contributes to individuals building their own legacy? I think at the end of the day, uh, Victoria, my wife, and myself are very much driven by uh, love for humans. So the idea of people discovering themselves and respecting themselves and therefore also respecting others is something very dear to us. Um, when it comes to what we do, we very much work with uh, groups on human dialogue facilitation, basically trying to remove barriers between people and um, allow them to connect to get in contact with themselves but also with each other on a deeper level yeah at the end of the day that is very very much fulfilling we get positive feedback on that we enjoy doing that and it gives a sense of it's worth doing it so the processes you use uh, to do that are not what i would call mechanical processes they are very relational processes what has influenced the design here i mean you've talked about the importance of humanity and you've talked about some of those core values that influence you and also uh, the kind of relationships you'd like to see built. I'd like you to speak into what motivates you to do this process 
and the, the leadership backbone, both individually and for organizations, that connects to people or gives people an opportunity to think about uh, where they've come from and where they're going and what kind of values they want to bring into that. Sounds like a big question to me. You're mentioning our, I would call it, backbone line, self-leadership backbone, team backbone, organizational backbone. Um, the idea to the backbone comes from a group called Nowhere, who've been compiling the organizational backbone. And um, it's now 10 years ago, almost, um, that I came to know that process. Um, I very much liked it in terms of giving, in this case, an organization a direction. Uh, the self-leadership backbone looks at the individual, tries to help the individual to, in a relatively short time, it's a two and a half day process, to dig as deep as possible into him or herself and look into the history, look into the strengths and weaknesses. And then the gravity center of the whole process is, what's my purpose? And what, are, what is the gift that I can bring to this world? So it's really about giving, not about getting. And then what are the values that I need to live uh, in order to bring my purpose to life? And going to the future, what's the ambition, what would I like to do, um, what would I like to work on, and then pathway, how do I get there? Um, with the tutorial, we sometimes discuss if ambition is the right thing to do, because of course, if you have a too clear goal, uh, you might oversee what life is offering you. In that sense, it's good to keep up a peripheral view um, to see what life has holds ready for you. Um, what's nice about the organization, about the backbone process and all, is that you really get to the, the core of what is it um, that either we as a team, we as an organization, or me as an individual would like to do. Um, so it creates a, a, a beautiful focus and understanding about yourself first, what is the uniqueness about yourself, and then how you use that uniqueness, ideally for the benefit of a, of a greater good. So you mentioned an emphasis on what it is you want to do or what an organization wants to do. How much in the process is focused on the why, why we are doing it? It's an interesting question because um, there is no explicit why question in there. The thinking behind the, the purpose is you look into your history and you look at what has life prepared me to give or prepared us to give. Uh, what is it in a team? All those different people with their different backgrounds, experiences, skills, etc., come together. And what's the unique combination of that in order to bring what to life? So there's no, how could I say it? It's more an emerging why uh, than a specifically digged up why. Uh, it's crystallizing a purpose. Uh, we also say a, a purpose is anyway already there. We just have to reveal it. Um, we don't need to design it or we don't have to define it. Uh, we have to uncover it. When you say the purpose is already there and sort of the different individuals or the different groups that you meet, is there anything that's common about a purpose or are the purposes as unique and diverse as the individuals that are involved in the process? When we look into the different purposes that we have helped people to uh, uncover, one thing that is unique across all purpose is it's really about giving it's not about getting that's one thing very often purpose has to do with um, an engagement with other humans so i think this these two characteristics are very strong in purpose uh, what we sometimes do is we ask some check questions for purpose uh, one check question would be 
could you also live your purpose if you were in prison? So basically, if your freedom is restrained, could you still live that purpose? And that's, uh, for me, a very beautiful question. I look into what resonates strongly with myself is to support um, individuals, teams, and groups to live their full potential or to get to live more of their potential. It doesn't matter where I am, and I kind of try to, to live that. That's propelling me. I'm curious, given where you work, you're from Munich, Germany, and you're working in Africa. Uh, the process of purpose-driven work or value-based living, are you finding cultural differences between uh, what you experience north of the equator and compared to what you're experiencing south of the equator? When I first came to Kenya, this is also where you and I met last year at the men's gathering, I found it interesting. At the beginning, I must say, I also found it a little bit uh, yeah, strange. At this men's gathering, there was a lot of faith in there. There was a lot of uh, Christian faith. There was lots of prayers. That's lots of referral to God. And this is normally, I don't encounter that in my, especially in my corporate wor working. What I came to, to see, how I inter interpret that is, I learned that in Africa, in a, in a country that's built also from different tribes, um, faith or Christianity is probably a very strong bonding between those different tribes. And therefore, um, for me, that starts to make sense to use this as the common ground to start things off. Typically, in an organization, sometimes we speak about faith. We often, when it comes to purpose, this is probably as close as you can get to um, towards your faith. Um, but we don't name it uh, Christianity, uh, Buddhism, or Islam, or whatsoever. But I think in the minds and the back of people, it is linked to that. So you would say that regardless of the religious tradition or faith tradition, probably a common denominator that there is this foundation that uh, creates the why in an individual. And again, Christians may express it differently than Islam or Islam, different than Judaism or Buddhism, but that there is this kind of common quest to have purpose or to articulate purpose. We sometimes also call purpose noble cause. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, um, there is inside of humans, no matter where you find them. You can go to prison, you can go uh, for to wars. There's still something good in every human being. And how to address that, how to um, lift that up, that's um, something I'm really passionate about. In what you're doing, and this is uh, close to the final question, I think, in terms of what you're doing, and both professionally and your own personal journey, how important is it for people to get into place or come in contact with their purpose, uh, to really think about what it is uh, I'm doing and why I'm doing it, and to really move towards outcomes that are different than just the normal material acquisitions, but at the end of the day, you've made a contribution if there's a, that lives are influenced or impacted by it, beginning perhaps with your own family, then the community in which you live and your, the people that you work with. Just how important is that uh, in a world that's highly polarized and that wealth continues to amass for certain groups of people and not for others? Is it important what you're doing that you believe what you're doing is shaping or influencing humanity? If I look into the average human being I, I encounter, I would say very many of, of us, and I would include myself to, the, to an extent, we don't think about purpose very much. So um, to 
get the opportunity, for example, in this self-leadership backbone, to take two and a half days off when you really only focus around yourself. That, for many people, is a very, very unique thing they haven't done so far. I think as soon as um, humans get the opportunity to do that, then this, this question, this why, what am I here for to do, what am I here for to give, what is it I, I want to leave behind, becomes really very important. And um, for me, the question is, I think it, is, it makes such a difference. How can we offer to a lot of people this opportunity to go and get into these questions and uh, to take the time in terms of the self-leadership backbone? This is a clear process that brings you in two and a half days, in my opinion, a very big step forward. For me, the beautiful thing is no matter how much you've been thinking about yourself up front, you will do a couple of really important steps forward. Um, so nowhere where you start, it doesn't matter, you, you will progress. And that's what's making it so beautiful uh, and so fulfilling to, to just do. Well, in this project we call the Legacy Project, if I could use a metaphor or an analogy of a house, there are many rooms in that house and there are many ways in which those rooms reflect uh, the legacy which we seek to build. And uh, Julian, your work in uh, uh, with bridging positions and the work you're doing not only in corporations but now in communities working with us here in Kenya on a policing project and, and other initiatives that have more social impact um, as opposed to economic impact or economic consequences. I want to thank you for being a part of this interview and the Legacy Project. Very insightful, and I wish you well in the work that's ahead of you. Thanks for the interview. To find out more information about this conversation and other Legacy Podcast episodes, go to ServantForge.org. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving us a review. We want to hear from you. We want to get your ideas and your opinions. I have a new book that corresponds with a legacy project titled The Seeker, Bring Me the Horizon. You can find a copy of it on Amazon or your preferred book distributor. The book corresponds closely with these podcasts. The podcast episode was produced by Matt Erickson and edited by Carissa Erickson. The music is by David Hyde. Please look for a new episode of our podcast coming out soon. Remember, you have inherited a great legacy. You have an opportunity to create a great legacy. Engage your past to build a future.